Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. a cloud of dust and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Let's go, big fellow! I'm Silver! had become an almost legendary character. Many of the stories about the masked mystery rider dealt with his unusual speed and accuracy in the use of his pistols. Countless people had heard about the Lone Ranger's guns, but few realized that there were no others like them. Sam Colt had designed and made those two, and then no more. Two passengers, a man and a woman, rode on the westbound train. They had come all the way from Washington as agents of a foreign government. Their mission was to steal the masked man's six guns, and they were bound for Cripple Creek, where spies were held in jail after failing in a previous attempt to secure the special weapons. Crippled Creek, of all places for me to go. Choice is not ours, Marie. Our duty is to serve the leader. The choice was mine when I married you. I should have known that. You thought the work of a spy was fascinating. In Washington, yes. 
But in this wilderness, I... Perhaps we won't be long in carrying out our assignment. Menken, if you expect to secure those guns quickly, you flatter yourself. Oh, now, after all, Marie, this, this mask man, this lone ranger's human... A bullet in the heart will drop him as well as the next one. Mm. I recall that Steinwick and Fleming made similar statements. And they're in jail. They were careless fools. Don't underestimate the Lone Ranger. I don't. Did you make a careful study of the information that had been gathered about him? Of course I did, Marie. I memorized each word of it. He's done great things. Uh, Perhaps he stands out among the people of the West. But they're mostly savages. Mm. Have you a plan? Still working on it. Before you can get the masked man's guns, Menken, you must find him. I'm working on plans that'll bring him to us. But they're subject to change. Marie, I think we can base our actions on what we learn when we reach Crippled Creek. When we reach there. This trip seems endless. And even when we leave the train, we aren't at our destination. Patience, Marie. Patience. <laughs> this endless train trip is bad enough, but riding in the stagecoach... How I dread it. While enemies moved toward the Lone Ranger, the wires of Western Union carried a message to the masked man. A coded message sent in care of the padre of a little mission. Tonto had secured that message from the Padre and hurried to deliver it to the Lone Ranger. Oh, Scott, oh, fella. Oh, fella. Oh, Important uh, news, Tonto. Uh, that's right. Message come by telegraph. Well, let me see it. Uh, here. Thanks. Uh, I'm Sam Colt. Perhaps you have some further information about these foreign agents who are trying to steal the designs of my guns. Um, message in code? Yes, I'm just working it out. Tonto, this is strange. Uh-huh. What him say? He sent a small package to me. It's coming by mail. He sent it before he knew about the foreign spies. What in package? Cole doesn't say, but he wants us to be on the lookout for it. And be sure it doesn't fall into other hands. It'll be addressed to the Padre at the mission. Oh, saddle silver. Uh, Steady this. Uh, we go to Padre at mission? No, Tonto. Mail for the Padre goes to the post office in Cripple Creek. Oh, uh, that's where enemy in jail. The sheriff in Cripple Creek will help us. We'll ask him and the agent in the stagecoach office to be on the lookout for a package from Colt. Really easy with this cinch, boy. Now we're ready. Steady there. Come on, Toto. Get him up. Jasper Menken and his wife, Marie, were not the only passengers on the stage for Crippled Creek. The third individual was a man of average size whom they had noticed on the train. You say your name is Smith? That name will do as well as any. How far are you going, Mr. Smith? That depends on many things. We're going to Crippled Creek. Do you plan to stop there? Depends. This is our first trip into the West. Have you been here before? Mm, Briefly. We've read many stories about a rather mysterious individual who's supposed to be in this part of the country. 
Perhaps you know all about him. He's called the Lone Ranger. I may have heard of him. <laughs> My gracious, Mr. Smith, you are noncommittal. Am I? Marie, look over there. Mink, those are Indians. Yes, they're coming this way. I don't like the looks of it. Looks bad. Hey there, you peasant. But the driver's calling. Yes. You got guns, you better get ready to use you. Mencken, Mencken, you hear that? Why did we ever come into this terrible country? Got a gun, Mencken? Well, well, yes, I have. You better prepare to use it. And you, Mrs. Mencken. I'm frightened. Bullets and arrows will start flying any minute. You better get down on the floor of the stage. Less likely to be hit. Yes, yes, Marie. Do like Mr. Smith said. Here they come! Guard is open fire. Here goes. Open fire, Mencken. We haven't much of a chance, but we may be able to get some of them. Hey, go on, folks. The Indians swept down on the stage with savage fury, firing with stolen rifles as well as bows and arrows. The guard and driver fell in the first few moments of attack, and the Indians grabbed the dangling reins and brought the six in hand to a halt. They'll capture us! They'll burn us at the stake! Be still, Marie. You're not helping any. Keep firing, Mason. We're going to have help. Look over there! Huh? Soldiers! They'll rob those devils! Keep firing! Don't give up! We'll come through and get... Smith! Smith! They got me! The arrival of the troopers was too late to save the lives of the guard or driver or of the man who called himself Smith. However, the men in uniform routed the attacking savages before Menken or his wife were injured. Have they gone? Yes, Marie. But you can still see them. Soldiers are chasing them. Oh, thank goodness. Maybe the soldiers will come back and see if we need help. They'll take us on to Crippled Creek. What are you doing, Menken? Going to find out about our fellow passenger. He's dead. No doubt of that. Well, then leave him be. Want to find out who he is. What's the difference? My dear Marie, perhaps he has credentials that identify him. And frequently it's convenient in our line of work to take the identity of... Yeah. <laughs> Look, Marie. What is it? Well, he called himself Smith, huh? Why, this Who is... is he? My dear Marie, we were traveling with a special government agent from Washington. What? His real name is Cartwright. He carries a letter signed with a name of high authority. Who is it addressed to? To Sheriff Dale at Cripple Creek. To the United States Marshal and to others who may be concerned. It requests that Cartwright be given all possible cooperation. Well, it's as far as I need to read. Why? Marie, I planned on posing as a traveling salesman. Yes? With this letter, I can reject all former plans to get the guns of the Lone Ranger. You'll identify this dead man as Jasper Mencken, your husband. And I shall pose as Inspector Cartwright from Washington. The Lone Ranger was in the office of Sheriff Dale in Crippled Creek. He showed the lawman Sam Colt's message about the package that was to come by mail. You don't know what's in the package, eh? No, Sheriff. But it may have some connection with the foreign spies who are trying to get my guns. I'm wondering if there's more of those spy critters around here. Why, Sheriff? Well, right after we jailed those three that you captured, some critter went into the telegraph office and sent a message to Washington. It was in code. Did the operator know who sent the message? No, he was a stranger in town. I see. But uh, speaking of the prisoners, 
I had word from Washington about him. A special federal agent is on his way here to take charge of him. I wonder if it's anyone I know. The name is Cartwright. Inspector Cartwright. No, I don't know him. He's due to get in here today on the stagecoach. Oh, the stage is stopping across the street right now. Maybe the package from Sam Cole is on board. Well, I'll go see. I'll wait here, Sheriff. My mask causes too many people to ask questions. Well, suit yourself. What? Great day! Something has happened to the stage. The soldiers brought it in. The garden drivers seem to be hurt. Hurt or worse? Here comes Toto. He'll tell me what happened. I'll get over there. It looks like I'm needed. Oh, it was terrible. Terrible. If it hadn't been for the arrival of these soldiers, we would have all been killed. Here's the sheriff, Mrs. Mankin. He'll see that justice is done. Is this the work of Redskins? Yes, it is, Sheriff. They attacked and killed the garden driver. Also a courageous passenger. Oh, my husband. My poor husband. He's dead. Easy now, Mrs. Mankin. Was anything stolen? No, the timely arrival of an army patrol saved the mail. Oh, I uh, take it you're Sheriff Dale? That's right. My credential, Sheriff. I think you'll find them in order. Cartwright, huh? Yes, sir. Well, I've been expecting you, sir. I'm downright honored. I trust that I may count on you to cooperate in everything. You sure can. There's an urgent matter about which I must talk. I'll be with you just as soon as I can get the coroner going on the victims. My poor husband. My poor husband. Hank, you go get my wife. Tell her to come over here on the double. She can take care of Mrs. Menken. Right, Sheriff. You wait right here, Inspector Cartwright. All right. I'll take care of the mail and my duties in connection with this attack. Then we'll get into your club. Lone Ranger and Tonto, watching from the sheriff's office, saw the coroner take charge of the dead men, and then the crowd dispersed as the stagecoach was taken to the stable. Tonto, that must be Inspector Cartwright with the sheriff. Ah, now we learn what happened to fellas in jail. Sheriff's carrying a small package. Perhaps that's the one Sam Colt sent. Ah, it's not very big. No, I wonder what it is. I guess Tonto told you what happened to the stage. Yes, he did, Sheriff. The Indians got a traveling salesman named Menken, but Inspector Cartwright here came through alive. You're Inspector Cartwright? I am. Here's his credentials. It's unusual to find a masked man in the sheriff's office. Perhaps. But the sheriff told me about you. I see. The government is deeply indebted to you, sir, and I'm honored to meet you. Thank you, Inspector Cartwright. The same goes for you, Tonto. Uh-huh. The inspector is counting on you for a lot of cooperation. Very well. I'm instructed to take your guns. Please hand them over. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. There was no reason for the Lone Ranger to suspect that the man who identified himself as Inspector Cartwright was in reality a foreign spy. The masked man was surprised at the request to hand over his guns, yet it seemed like a reasonable request. You see, Sam Cole never built better guns than yours, and there are no others like them. Yes, I know that. When he learned that foreign agents were after the design of those guns, he destroyed the blueprints. So these foreign spies must secure your weapons. Well, the masked man's already captured three spy critters that made a play for his guns. Yes, yes, I know. And there'll be other attempts to get them. That's why my department in Washington asked me to collect them. We want to lock them up. Inspector Cartwright, I'm sorry, but I have my orders. Are you here alone? Uh, Yes. Do you think you can guard these guns better than I? Well, our enemy will be more cautious about attacking a federal agent than they would a private individual, especially a masked man. Doggone it, Inspector Cartwright. I hate like blazes to see the Lone Ranger hand over his guns. I'm sorry, Sheriff, but I have my orders. I'll return the weapons after we've broken this group of enemy agents. Are you going to take them to Washington? Yes, I'll start east on the next coach. There's one leaving here tomorrow. Fine. But uh, what about the prisoners? You were to give me instructions about them. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, I'll talk to them privately. Perhaps I can persuade them to name others. Am I to keep them jailed here in Cripple Creek? For the present, yes. Why, what are you doing? Simply removing the cartridges from my pistols, that's all. Oh. It'll seem very strange to be without them. Well, I can let you borrow a couple of peacemakers. I have other guns in my saddlebags, thanks. Here you are, Cartwright. Glad you're taking it like this. How do we left our horses in the rear? That's right. Oh, uh, by the way, before you leave, I've got something for you. This package come in on the stage. Oh, yes, Sheriff. Maybe it's what you were looking for. Possibly. I'll put it in my pocket and open it when I get to camp. Come along, Governor. Uh-huh. Hey there, Silver. Easy. Kimasabi. Yes. Me not like Cartwright, fella. He's the authority, Toto. Oh, him not look like fighter. Enemy, maybe steel gun from him. Toto, we're going to start toward camp. I want you to circle back and keep an eye on Cartwright. You watch him every minute until he boards the stage for Washington. Just to make sure he doesn't lose my guns. Uh, me savvy. I'll join you sometime after dark. He's a big fellow. Uh, Get him up, scout! The Lone Ranger had obeyed the man who identified himself as a federal agent, but he intended to take no risks. After leaving Tonto, he hurried to the Western Union office and sent a message to a certain high official in Washington. Time dragged as the masked man waited for a reply. The afternoon waned, Sunset gathered the last light of day on the western horizon. Then it was dark. A lamp burned in the telegraph office. It was noticed by Marie, the wife of the foreign spy. Working overtime. I wonder. Wondering if a coded message was coming over the wires from her associates in Washington, Marie walked softly toward the office. 
Presently, she saw the masked man with the operator. Then through the open window, she heard the dots and dashes of the Morse code. She paused, listening. Then hurried to the hotel where her husband stayed. Tonto was near a first-floor window in the rear of the hotel. Get your hands up. Oh, what's this? I'm... You're covered, and I shan't hesitate to shoot if you make a sudden move. Oh, you woman from Stagecoach. That's right. Menken. Menken, open that window. What's going on? Marie, you here? Get your gun on this Indian. So? I caught him watching at your window. Come inside. Oh, me only Talk watch. you inside. Come quickly. I have him covered, Marie, with a lone ranger's guns. Good. Get over there, Tano. Why are you spying on me? Oh, me not spy. Me stand guard. That's a likely story. Close the window, Marie. I'll pull the curtain so others can't see into this room. Now, Tano... I'll take that gun from your holster. Uh, Just what were you doing out there? A lone ranger not want anyone steal six guns. Him say, stand guard. Want to see no one rob you. Mm. Marie, I thought you were to stay with the wife of the sheriff. I could see the Western Union office from her house. The man on duty worked later than usual. I went there and I learned something you should know. Speak quickly. That masked man was there. So? He'd sent a message to Washington asking questions about Inspector Cartwright. The reply came while I listened at the window. It wasn't in code, and I wrote it down. Read it. Man about whom you ask is five foot nine, weighs 140 pounds, has red hair... Confound it. You know what that means? Of course I do. The lone ranger will know that it was Cartwright who was killed. Oh, Miss Abby, no. He'll be here. You'll have a showdown. You... Look out! You... Take you! Get it! There. Yeah, that got him. Good work, Marie. If you hadn't struck him with your gun, he would have had me. He moves like lightning. I'll see how badly he's hurt. Oh, what's the difference? He has to die. So does the masked man. I know. Take a knife, Mink, and finish that Indian. Well, not yet, Marie. We may need him. For what? Might be well if we have a prisoner as hostage. We can't leave town before tomorrow when the stage comes. Ah, oh, this country. Why don't they have more stagecoaches? Must one spend half his time just waiting? He's alive, all right. Hand me that rope and I'll tie him. I still think it'd be better to finish him now. Then we wouldn't have to run the risk of his escaping. Thanks. Oh, he won't escape. That masked man will be here, Menken. I'll be ready for him. I'll meet him with his own guns. Mm. Too bad I can't use silver bullets, huh? Why can't you? He unloaded the guns when he turned them over to me. You've reloaded them? Of course. There. That'll hold the Indian. Now tear that sheet into a strip so I can gag him. Very well. I dare say the Lone Ranger will be surprised when he learns what's happened to his friend here. He's regaining consciousness. Tear that sheet. There. That's it. Hurry and gag him before he cries out. This will fix it. Is that door locked? Yes. I'll have the gag tied in a second. Hurry. There. Yes, who is it? That's right. I want to speak to you. Who are you? You have my gun. One moment. I do have his guns. 
Door is unlocked. Step in. I want to ask Get your you hands up and step right in. Oh. Close the door behind you. If you captured Tonto because he was outside your window... We did. He, he was guarding... Save you. it. Let's lay the cards on the table. You know who I am? Yes, Minkin, I do. How did you know it? My wife heard the message to you as it came over the telegraph. I see. Well, you and your wife will increase the total of foreign spies who have been taken prisoner. You talk of making us prisoners while I have two guns aimed at your heart? Those are my guns. They were. They're too big for you, Menken. I can handle them. Now lower one hand slowly and unbuckle your gun belt. Let it drop to the floor. I'll unbuckle it. There's for dropping it. That's dangerous. Do as I say. It would be better if I tossed the belt to you. Like this. And follow it. I'll shoot you. Missed. I'll take that gun. No. No. Get over there. I'll get you. There's more for you, Minkin. And this one. Stop. Stop your kill. Stand where you are. All right, just a second, Toto. I'll cut you free. Uh -uh. Hey, what's all the ruckus? A fight. A fight in my hotel. Stop it, didn't you? The fight's all over. Great day. What you do to Cartwright? His name is Minkin, and he's one of the spies. Take charge of him, Sheriff, his wife as well. You mean he's not the federal man? Here, this telegraph message will explain. Are you all right, Toto? Uh, me all right now. Get bumping head, oh, that's all. Well, I reckon oh. Minkin's going to have a bigger headache than you got, Toto. To think that this would happen. Gunfire in my hotel. Well, stop your wailing and go get Deputy Salter. Yes, sir, Sheriff. Doggone, I'm sure glad you got your six guns back. So am I, Sheriff. I'm accustomed to those guns. I reckon you must be. Why, doggone it, those guns are practically a part of you. Yes. A strange thing. Huh? Menken had the guns. He turned them against me. He intended to kill me with them. Ah, him try to fire point blank. The only time the guns have ever failed was when Menken used them against me. Yeah, you took the cartridges out before you gave him the shooting iron. Yes, but he reloaded. See here? He used standard cartridges. Uh, chances are they were faulty. Yes, that's probably the case. Yet, I wonder. By golly, you mean... Hey, it's something to think about. Yes, Sheriff. But look here, mister. I've been downright curious about that package that come for you. Well, I haven't had time to open it. I still have it here in my pocket. Huh? Come, Toto. We'll return to camp and open it there. <laughs> In camp, by the light of a small, well-concealed fire, the Lone Ranger carefully unwrapped the package that had come from Samuel Colt, the package that called for such careful watching. Small white box, Toto. Ah. Whatever this is, it can't be much larger than a small watch. Ah. You open box? Right. There. Toto, look at this. Oh. It's plenty curious. Great Scott, Toto. I see what this is. No wonder Sam Colt doesn't want this to fall into the hands of strangers. Saddle up, we've got to move fast. Ah. What is that mysterious gift from Sam Colt? Why was the Lone Ranger so surprised when he saw it? And why did he and Tonto saddle their horses in record time? 
The answers will be heard in the next Lone Ranger story. Ready, Toto? Steady, big fella. Uh, you ready? Come on, then. Come on, Toto. Get off, scout. Where is the Lone Ranger riding? is a copyrighted feature originated by George W. Trendle and directed by Charles D. Livingston. The Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.